0: on NRL team. The origin opener is upon us, so how will it impact round 14 life? The Panthers streak is over and with up to seven players backing up, Ivan Cleary has some big decisions to make. Off the back of another hiding, Kevy is on the hunt for yet another halves combo. Will Avinfenua Blake return right when the Warriors need him? And after finally notching back to back wins, the West Tigers get the chance to bring the aggression against another crosstown rivals. Welcome to NRL Teams. I'm Neve Owens. Lovely to have your company and awesome with one sleep to go until Origin to be here beside New South Wales and Australian representatives Brett Kamali and Robbie Farrar. Hello. Hello. How are you? Are you-
1: Hello? I, I like the fact that you've got blue on today as well. You guys we're, went a week We're week allowed early. to be blue. You went you're going to be early. a bit partial. I love the fact that you've jumped on New South Wales, Eve. No. <laughs> I love and the fact that you're a was, New South Wales fan. It was
0: most certainly a coincidence. No. Entirely <laughs> coincidental wardrobe selection today. <laughs> on Origin tomorrow night, one sleep to go. We'll have teams announced later tonight, but we did hear from Paul Green a little bit earlier today that Surprise, surprise. Dane Gagai and AJ Brimson are both fit, Mm. will both play. I know you're surprised by this news, Noddy. Do you think it'll have an impact at all, the slightly interrupted week in camp?
1: I don't think they were interrupted at all. I think the whole story of him struggling Mm. and being unavailable was a whole origin uh, folklore. So that was the first thing Paul Green had to learn, was that when he goes in as a coach, hey, there's going to be this mystery illness coming through the camp. So just support it and go and run on with it. I think Dane Gago (laughs) was always going to play. You're not going to miss an origin, um, you know, for tonsillitis. But AJ Brimson, who's had a sore knee, um, he's now cleared to play. So I think it's just all the fun and games of the underdogs and make us the favourites and we're battling side and we can't put a team together, but we're playing in North Queensland.
0: We are playing in North Queensland. <laughs> a dry track, a warm mm. enough evening. Does that favour either team conditions-wise as opposed to location?
2: Yeah, I think it favours New South Wales. I think they'll be looking forward to playing on a dry track. The, the team that Freddie's selected uh, with the, the X-factor they've got in the back five. Uh, mobile forward pack as well. Uh, the ball-playing ability of Jake Trapoyevich in the middle of the park which I think will you know, free up our halves and, and get some quality ball to, to our you know, centres and, and Teddy at the back. So, look, I think if anything, yeah, it does, it does favour the Blues.
0: I feel like you've just about answered my next question, <laughs> which is, Noddy, who wins <laughs> and why?
2: No, I'm always
1: very nervous when we're heavily favourites. There's no such thing as heavy favourites yeah. in the state of origin. You know, great sides... Um, best players in the competition available for State of Origin. I think New South Wales win. I, I agree with Robbie. I think the back five will be wonderful for New South Wales. They carry the ball very well at club level, so they'll transfer that into State of Origin, getting a, New South Wales out of pressure will be a part of it. Um, Nathan Cleary, I think it's his time to shine and stand up and, and own the game. Um, he's been around State of Origin for a couple of series now and he's the most consistent player in the competition. I'm scared of Harry Grant and Cam Munster because they haven't played for at least a month. And they're quality footy players, so the heat hopefully will yeah. hurt them a little bit. Hopefully they're a little bit off, just hopefully.
0: <laughs> uh, but I
2: think New South Wales win.
0: They'll be absolutely pumped to get out there. How crucial is a New South Wales win, as Noddy says, when Game Two's at Suncorp?
2: Yeah, it is. And I think when you look at the stats, uh, Game 1's so crucial in, in who goes on to win the series. I know it's quite obvious when you mm. when you say that, but you know, it, the history shows that I think it, it is a... You know, Heavily weighted in your in your favour when you do win game one, so and, and even more so this year with game two being in being at Suncorp, uh, the first two games in Queensland in NB territory. So uh, game one's so crucial, um, which means that regardless of what happens at Suncorp, uh, New South Wales will have a decider at home if it, if it gets to a decider.
0: Well, you two have both told me that Blues fans will have something to celebrate tomorrow evening. We've got something to celebrate right now. Let's have a listen to our round thirteen predictions. Mm-hmm.
1: Jake Clifford, the star for the Newcastle Knights on Sunday afternoon, in an upset victory, big upset victory of uh, the Parramatta.
0: Full time in Sunday football,
1: Parramatta forty over the
2: Knights four. Mm. Tigers turn the Panthers wrong.
1: Right. Oh. I have to. They have, they have to be
2: against the full strength Panthers side,
1: <laughs> and they have won
0: in Friday night football here at Leichhardt Oval, twenty six points to six. <laughs> Noddy, yours you
1: was the absolutely... Yeah. <laughs> I'm on true. I, I, Jake Clifford, I wrecked his debut for the Newcastle Knights. He, he yours was true to form
0: yeah. Poor Jake Clifford. I felt for him as soon as you had opened your mouth. But, Robbie, oh. 13 back. rounds yeah. in, back. our first successful prediction.
2: I'm back. So we beat the team coming first. Does that mean we automatically yeah. should be... I think we should just, just go straight to the top of the ladder.
0: You, so the, the level of bias already yeah. shown at the start <laughs> of this program is remarkable.
2: Yeah. We, we need to know yeah. if you
1: like the West Tigers. We need you to go back-to-back. They went back-to-back last week. You've got to go back-to-back in your
2: predictions. Can you do it? Well, I might go Tigers again this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we both, we both the West, West of Sydney clubs, yeah. Panthers and... Be the and pride of the West, eh? Hey? Is that what you be That's the pride of West we are the West then? We are the West Save Tigers. Save it. So.
0: Keep, keep us in suspense for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. Very quickly, because our teams are just about to drop 3-2 and 1 from round 13.
2: Uh, one point
1: was Dylan Brown. He ran for over 200 metres. Great roll from the 5-8. Luke Brooks got my two points. Um, game management and great victory. Big upset victory. And, and Matt Dufty. Um, got my three points, a couple of try assists, uh, was great an attack for the Dragons and I don't know what's going on with these contract discussions.
2: My one point was Clint Gutherson and my two points was Dufty and I swapped them around with Luke Brooks, got my three who, you know, I, I think Brooks has been the form half of the competition for the last month to be honest, uh, came under a lot of criticism early in the season but he's ter- uh, definitely turned his game around. <laughs>
0: All right, well, we have eight games of footy to look forward to this weekend after Origin on Wednesday night, so let's get straight into it and head to our Friday night 6 o'clock game to begin with where the Manly Seagulls will take on the North Queensland Cowboys at Lotto Land. Both teams coming off the bye. Manly sweating on the... set sa- of few players coming safely out of the Origin arena. Captain DCE, also the Queensland skipper, the two Trebojevic brothers on the other side of the park for New South Wales, and Desi has named them all at this stage. In good news, that's not dependent on origin for the coach is a mass exodus from the injury ward. Kieran Foran returns from his hand injury and Tavita Funa drops out. Hamoli Olakatu is back as well with Carl Lawton shifting to the other side and Dylan Walker is set to return from his hamstring injury via the bench. Ben Trebojevic has overcome a head knock to take his place on the bench after a very limited NRL debut. For North Queensland, Valentine Holmes, Carl Felt and Cohen Hess are all in the Queensland squad. It's very much a home game for those three tomorrow night. Scott Drinkwater and Tom Dearden will pair up in the the halves for the first time since Dearden's mid-season switch from the Bronx. Jason Taumalolo is back from suspension as is Lachlan Burr on the bench and Francis Molo returns from a head knock with Justin O'Neill named in jersey 18. No heel and Lukey who has been left out after what Todd Payton called not upholding team standards. Alright, Manly first. Will Tommy Turbo play given the soft tissue injuries he's had in recent times and given this game is 46 hours after Origin?
1: You, you'd probably think not and, and obviously a long flight as well from Townsville back to Sydney. Uh, they'll probably get home late Thursday afternoon, Thursday night then you're pretty much straight into playing at Lotto when uh, the first match on Friday evening. So mm. I, I don't think they risk Tom. He's too, too important for the Manly football side. We saw how poor they were when he didn't play. I would think Des Hasler's not going to put strain on that hamstring with two massive, two big performances required in a 48-hour time frame, plus a quite a long flight.
2: Yeah, I think it's so important to them that any sort of injury to Tom at this stage of the season really derails the good work they've done over the last couple of months. So, uh, you know, look, I'm sure the medical staff will, will assess him after the game and, uh, you know, make sure he gets through unscathed. But even, even in that case, um, I wouldn't be risking him.
0: Tom Dearden and Scott Drinkwater together in the halves for the first time for the Cowboys. What are you expecting from that partnership?
1: Well, Dearden's that sort of that game manager and he's the traditional number seven. So I think actually they're going to have a good combination. Uh, He hasn't played in the first grade since round seven when he was at Brisbane. Obviously he signed at the Cowboys and they made a quick decision to say, you're not a part of our future going forward. So it's it's great that he's been able to get a release uh, and actually start playing first grade football again so early rather than waiting till next year. Uh, Drinkwater's a great run of the ball, floats around the parks. So I think it's actually going to be a really good combination for the Cowboys.
0: Cowboys are yet to beat a top eight side this season, Robbie. They've only played three so far. They've lost all three. How crucial does it then get for games like this when coming straight after Origin, Manly could be down a couple of their key players?
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, again, uh, it's a great test of their credentials. As you, as you mentioned, they've, they've had some really you know, tight wins uh, against probably lower you know, the bottom eight sides. Their form at home has been great this year. They've really turned you know, their new stadium up there into a bit of a fortress. Uh, but away from home, uh, going to Brookie on a Friday night, such a t- tough place to go and win. Uh, it's a, it's a, great challenge for, a great challenge for them to see um, you know, where they're at against one of the better sides in the competition.
0: That kicks off round 14. Let's head to the 7.55 kickoff on Friday night. And the Sharkies taking on the Penrith Panthers. For Cronulla, just the one change to the 17. Andrew Fafita back on the bench with Frank Pele making way. Teague Wilton and Marweni Hiroti are both available after serving their suspensions. They've been named on the extended bench. Penrith had the option to name an extra two players on their extended reserves list as they have more than four state of origin reps. Appy Corasau is 18th man for the Blues. He's been named a start in Ivan Cleary's side. But the rest of the Blues contingent's been named on the extended bench for now. Prop Moses Lee. Yoda is back from suspension, so Spencer Liniu moves to the bench, with Lindsay Smith dropping out. 48 hours post-origin, the Sharkies without a single origin rep. Sorry, Noddy. How significant is that and the short turnaround?
1: I think it's pretty big, and obviously got a couple of players that have been told last week that they're no longer a part of the Cronulla's future going forward. So Sean Johnson and Aaron Woods, uh, we've got a couple of big reasons to play some good games for football. Back-to-back losses for Penrith. Who would have thought Ooh. mid-year this whole world could start collapsing? But no, it, it's
0: just don't do it to your side and make them your prediction no. later on because that would be cruel. Cronulla
1: had a great <laughs> win up at Cost Harbour two weeks ago um, against the Titans. They had the bye last weekend. They're pretty fresh, um, yeah, as you said. They have pretty much got their full roster back on the park, so I think I think they'll be confident. I, mm. I think they'll challenge Penrith, and as you said, it's a great time to get Penrith because they've had a. A poor game last week. Um, Disruption from players being away for State of Roger. Unsure probably to a Thursday night or even Friday lunchtime. Who's actually playing the game of football this weekend for them?
2: Mm.
0: Looking at the Sharkies, their spine has been really firing over the last few weeks. Feels like they're starting to click. If Sean Johnson can continue to play that kind of footy for the rest of the season, does he get another contract?
2: Mm. Yeah, well, that's, you know, last... A couple of weeks ago, Chad Townsend got dropped and was sort of, you know... The opportunity was there for Moylan and Johnson to form a combination in the halves and, and really show their worth to the club and they've really gelled quite quickly, the, the, the two of them. They've looked really good in the halves together and as you mentioned, both playing for a contract. Uh, you know, there's rumours of Sean Johnson, I heard the other day, maybe you know, the bunnies you know, sniffing around for him and and, things like that. and and Moylan as well is a quality player when he can keep himself fit. So, look, a couple of wins uh, can really turn their fortunes around and, and earn themselves a contract for next year.
0: Looking at those Panthers players who are on the extended bench, if you had to name two of them, two of the six, that you definitely want in your side, but only two this weekend, Noddy, who's come your on. two?
1: Only two. I think they all play. I think they'll all back up. If they, if they get through the game on Wednesday night, I think they'll all play. But I think you've got to have... Nathan, Nathan Cleary's got to play for him. I know it's a big ask. He's the captain of the side, though, which gives you leadership quality, which means he should come back and back up if he's available. And probably I'm going to say Brian Tua... The amount of metres he runs for that side, how he starts those sets off—it's ridiculous what he does for Penrith. So, if you're only going to let me pick two, which is a very nasty thing to do, I would pick <laughs> those two.
0: But you reckon all of them will play?
1: I think they all play. I think you come back, they all play. You get a rest after the Friday night game. You could rest them for six days before
2: you, your next yeah. encounter. I think, especially if the Blues have a win on Friday yeah. night and they're in good spirits, they come back and you know, they want to get and they know their sides had a loss last week. They want to get back in there and. And bounce back and help their club side bounce back. Yeah, you know, my two will be Cleary and Isaiah Yeo. I think yeah you know, they're they're key to what you know, pretty much everything that Penrith mm-hmm. do. Cleary controls that side, and Isaiah Yeo is a big part of uh, their pack and and the ball movement that that he brings to the side. So, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I think you know, Lee Martin will probably play because we're not sure how you know, how many yeah, minutes exactly. he'll get in in game one. Um, so. So yeah, I think they'll, they'll all be putting their hand up. To be honest,
1: Corriveau's 18th man. So unless it's yeah. a HIA, Corriveau's not getting on the field. So even though he's had a part, he's part of the warm-up. He's part of all the emotion. Mm. With, if you're not playing, then you probably just take the tape straight off and get ready to come back to Penrith on well, Cogros at Friday night.
0: It is. Let's head to Saturday Arvo now, shall we, where the Titans will take on the Roosters. It is the 3 o'clock kickoff at Seabus Super Stadium. The Titans have four in Origin camps. So they've taken advantage of being able to name an extra two players as well. Justin Holbrook has named all of his Origin reps in the starting side ahead of what is a massive couple of weeks in the Titans' season. Jamin Jolliffe and Sam McIntyre move back to the bench and Sam Stone in Jersey 18. If AJ Brimson struggles to back up on that knee, Jaden Campbell will come back into the starting side after he performs really well on debut last weekend. For the Roosters, a few changes for the Colours off the bye. Sam Walker back after missing the win over the Raiders. Joseph Manu moves back to the centre and Joseph Suwali returns to the extended bench. Angus Crichton is back from suspension with no Nat Butcher in the 21 and Jared Warria Hargraves will play his 250th NRL game on Saturday. Let's look at the stats out of the Titans game last weekend. We know that ultimately they went down to the storm. Let's have a look at how those numbers played out because it made for pretty remarkable reading afterwards. The stats ultimately showed the Titans ahead in every facet of the game except the one that really mattered, the scoreboard.
1: Yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. They played really well, the Titans. I don't know, it was an open brand of football. Jared Walsh was the biggest halfback. He played a bit more like an Isaiah role where he was linking between... The passes, as you look at the run, they smashed the Melbourne Storm in run metres, which is pretty uh, pretty funny. Melbourne's such a good defensive team. Post-collision metres, offloads, uh, tackle breaks, offloads, it's absolutely everywhere, as you said. But the, the execution was so poor that that's the reason why they didn't win there. You can win all the stats in the world. If you can't yeah. pass the ball to the person that's in space or, in, or make the right pass this selection, then you don't deserve to win a game of football in the NRL.
0: Does it mean, though, that if they can produce a similar performance to that, taking away that crucial pass, and they get their, the polish of the Origin Quartet back, that then they can, they can finish these games, get those crucial victories?
2: Yeah, well, it's uh, those key moments, you've got to nail those key moments, especially when you're coming up against the better sides where you don't get many opportunities. You know, last week, they were playing against an understrength Melbourne side. Uh, this week, they're coming up against a Roosters side where yeah, normally at this stage of the year, you, you, you generally find the Roosters are... You know, are, are hindered through yeah. origin so, but they've only got you know, Teddy in origin yeah. this year so, so they're a pretty settled you know, side during origin um, so they're going to come up against a, a better side this week uh, defensively as well the, the Titans have been found out defensively you know, over the last month or so so you know, on one side of the equation they've got to be strong defensively but then with the ball as Nottie said you've got to execute you've got to, when you get your chances you've got to nail those opportunities Can I help
1: Justin Holbrook because you, you talk about him they played very good last weekend they need to buy Brandon Smith what Brandon Smith did to them last week, they should go out and buy Brandon Smith. And I'm going to suggest they could move Brimson to 5'8 and and leave Jaden Campbell at fullback because he was very, very good for him. That then maybe makes a bit more polish in those key positions.
0: And there, I don't, I don't think simple. there's a team <laughs> in the competition yeah. who wouldn't want Brandon Smith footies. Yeah.
1: They, 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 mm. you know, and I know it's hard. I don't know if he leaves Melbourne because he might be just happy to stay down there forever. But how good he played last week, he's turning into a better Harry Grant. Yeah. But also with the physicality and the. You know the 100 mile an hour energy that he brings, and the leadership now that he, he's got for Melbourne as well. Like he's the New Zealand Test hooker, yeah. and can't play a reg- that too often because of a vote called Harry Grant. So he was very good for the for the Melbourne Storm last week, and the Titans got to see it. Up close.
0: Yeah, first-hand. Justin Holbrook might have been on the phone. Who knows? (laughs) Looking at the Roosters' side, Robbie, it's the strongest pack we've seen them be able to line up, produce, name for quite Mm. a while. Can you see the Roosters making a run late in the season? They're there and they're amongst it, absolutely. But as they get more players back, and we know more guys returning in the coming weeks, can you see them making a run?
2: Yeah, well, look, they're a quality side. Uh, Regardless of the players they've got out, you look at the side they've got, yeah, you know, listed, and it's still a, a really good 17 that they've got there. And as you said, Boyd Cordner, uh, we're hoping will be back in the next you know, couple of weeks of footy. Uh, yeah, their, their halves are inexperienced. Sam Walker, you know, has shown some great, you know, had some great games, but you know, he's going to have his ebbs and flows. Uh, you know, but their forward pack is always going to give them a chance of winning footy games when you've got you know, Hargreaves, you know, Angus Crichton. It, it's a, it's an international forward pack. So, But for me, the, the, the weakness of the Roosters is going to be the spine with the inexperience at dummy half and, and in the half. So when it comes to the big games, I think that's where they might be you know, A bit short, for, yeah, found out a bit short, but you know, there's no doubt that they're going to be... You know, they'll, they'll be playing semi-final footy. What happens when they get there, I guess, is anyone's guess.
1: They get to celebrate Jared's 250th match this week. He's been a great player. I know he started at Manly's, but he, he, pretty much his career's been at the Roosters. He's been a great leader for the yeah. Roosters, so they'll celebrate that. We just saw the draw up there. They should win three of the next five matches. So they're going to be knocking on the door around semi-final side. They're going to be their top four, top five side. It just depends mm. on how healthy is their roster when they get to that end of the park, because... Inexperience in a couple of positions will hurt him in big games, but the experience they're going to get back... Like Boyd Gordon was due back round 14. We think he's coming back soon. So to get if you get him back round 18, for example, you get a, a leader like Boyd Cordner back at round 18, it makes up for some of that inexperience with the halves and with the spine because you've got your, your ultimate leader mm. back at the end of the year who's fresh. It's a pretty scary outcome for them.
0: It sure is. And considering the injury concerns they've had across the course yeah. of this season, it's an amazing thought, isn't it? Mm. Let's head to the next kick-off on Saturday evening. The Rabbitohs taking on the Newcastle Knights, 5.30pm at Stadium Australia The South Sydney first. Origin reps Latrell Mitchell, Damien Cook, Karen M- Cameron Murray all named to start. Queenslander Jaden Sewer on the bench with Dane Gagai and Jai Arrow giving the weekend off. So Braden Burns comes into the centres and Mark Nichols in the front row. Jacob Host returns to the starting side and Liam Knight named 18th man. For Newcastle, coach Adam O'Brien is giving Phoenix Crossland an opportunity to partner new signing Jake Clifford in the halves with Kurt Mann moving into the centres. Star Toa is out and Inari Tuala shifts to the wing. Suaso Su moves to the bench with a return of Blue Blues Daniel Saifiti in the front row. For the Rabbitohs, they got back to winning ways before the bye. Their next five games are all against sides outside the top eight. Can they go a long way to securing a spot in the top four over the next month of footy?
2: Yeah, I think so, and I think they have to. I think to, to show their premiership credentials, uh, their games are expected to win, uh, except for round 16 <laughs> against, uh, against the Tigers <laughs> at, at Leichhardt, which will be fun. But, uh, <laughs> but look, no, in all seriousness, their, their games, you know, you've got the Knights, Broncos... You know, Tigers, Cowboys, Bulldogs. If the Cowboys are serious in this competition, you know, they win those games. Mm. They, they, you know, they win those games and they win those games quite comfortably. And I think you know, this week, especially against the Knights side that are really struggling, uh, you know, they need to stamp their Mark.
1: No, no side's won the competition outside of the top four yet. I, 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 you probably don't think at the moment it's going to change. The top four are way ahead of the bottom four in this competition in 2021. Mm. So it's so important to finish top four and get two bites of the cherries, um, have that opportunity to lose the first week, if you've got injured players, you can rest them up. Mm.
0: You mentioned there, Robbie, that the Knights have been struggling. Yeah. It feels like watching Knights games this season that you can tell in the first five minutes how the next 75 are going to play out. You get a vibe very early on whether they're really up for it to compete today. What causes that and ultimately how do you fix it?
2: Yeah, it's a tough one. I think you know, even Adam O'Brien's probably scratching his head. We've seen him in you know, his frustration in press conferences after games and. Now, they've been so good at times, and then another game's really poor. You know, it was, uh, I know they were missing a lot of players on the weekend. You know, when you look at their side and you take out Mitchell Pearce, Kalen Ponga, um, Saifidi, uh, Frizzell oh, Clemmer. and Clemmer, yeah, your five uh, best and, and most experienced players, it's always going to be tough, but you know, Old Boys Day at Newcastle, um, whilst you might not expect to win, I think it's more about how you lose and the performance you put in and the effort you put in and, and that was really poor on the weekend and as you said they, they started really poorly and it just got worse from that.
1: They're under, they're, they're, I know they've got a whole club review, we've heard it already announced. Phil Gardner who's the West Group owner or CEO is having a review of the whole club. They've got senior play, not senior players, they've got five captains. I, I would find it really hard to play with five captains. I don't know who the leader is, bits yeah. and pieces. They've conceded at 122 points the last four weeks. So it doesn't matter who's playing in the halves, what players you've got. It's, you just got to get out there and fight and defend. The three biggest games that Newcastle have had at home. Old Boys Day, 40-4. Coal Miners Day, where they wear the high-vis and, and Alex McKinnon Cup.
0: They always lose in high-vis.
1: Well, they bit, should never wear high-vis again. But that, they're the three biggest occasions that Newcastle have had at home. Yeah. They've got one of the best loyal supporters fan group there is. But when you get blown off the park in all those three games, there's going to be massive, mm. massive questions and, and lots of questions asked. And you're right, they were they're, they're, they're missing five senior players last week. Melbourne Storm had five senior players out and they still won the game. It just depends on how you handle it mm. and how you put up with it rather than going, oh, there's five out, we can't win.
0: Certainly a baptism of fire for Jake Clifford. As well, yeah. on the weekend we'll see how he goes this weekend. All right, let's go to the Saturday 7:35 PM kickoff where the Raiders will take on the Broncos at GIO Stadium for Canberra. First, a big boost for the Raiders with the return of Josh Papali'i from suspension, Emre Regula moves back to the bench. Bailey Simonson moves to fullback with Caleb Aikens out of the 21. Semi Velemae returns from a hamstring injury. Curtis Scott has been stood down, and Matt Tomoko is in the centres. And Joseph Tarpanay returns from a knee injury off the bench. For Brisbane, 12 years after he last played for the Broncos, he is back. Carmichael Hunt and Albert Kelly, this week's halves pairing for Brisbane. Changes galore in the back line. Herbie Farnworth at fullback with Jermaine Asako out of the 21. Xavier Coates has been named to back up from Origin with Selwyn Cobbo shifting sides. And Dale Copley is in the centres. Payne Haas has also been named to back up with Thomas Flegler shifting to lock and John Asiata moving to the bench. Canberra. The home side first. How crucial is this game against the Broncos from a Canberra perspective?
1: How crucial is every game for the rest of the season for the Canberra Raiders? Very, very crucial. They've they, they got some off-field issues, they've got some dramas, they've had players leave. Um, we talk about, you know, there's a rebuild coming, bits and pieces. They've got, just got to start winning. We were expected so much more from the Canberra Raiders this season. Uh, they've, been, they've lost a lot of matches, they've been pretty poor. It's, before it explodes you've just got to get back to winning because they can't win when the game gets on the line the second half's been pretty mm. poor for them this year it, they get a bit nervous they get a bit go on the shell bits and pieces so they've just got to find ways of winning ugly scrap it out it's around the origin time there's going to be a bit of clunky football for the next sort of four to six weeks because of all the changes that come in
2: and out but somehow just find a way of winning
0: and Josh Papali'i as an inclusion is massive in that yeah,
2: yeah oh, he's huge yeah. Um, I know his form was down earlier in the year and sort of got rested there for a week and I think he might have been playing a bit, a bit busted at times as well. So I think a couple of weeks off through suspension, probably <laughs> in, in hindsight, probably be a good thing for him. It's given him time to rest his body and freshen up and he'd be a massive addition to you know to this Raiders side.
0: What about the Broncos, the opposition this weekend? Carmichael Hunt yeah. and Albert Kelly in the halves. I'd say everything old is new again, but I don't want to be be too cruel. But it's remarkable Carmichael's first game since 2009 in the NRL, what are you expecting from him, Noddy?
1: Like, he's a, an exceptional athlete. Like, He's gone off and played in the AFL at an elite level, in the uh, rugby union at an elite level. Grand final winner in the 2006 Brisbane Broncos side. Uh, he hasn't been around rugby league for a long while, but he was a great player. I I, I expect really good things from him. His, his leadership for the Broncos will be very important because obviously we know the Broncos are a very young side. But... Um, I can't wait to see that big sidestep. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he brings <laughs> still it. Got I, I don't it? know, but yeah, I'm yeah. waiting to see. You it was all, such a good. He, he was the first fullback that probably literally picked someone out and just ran straight at him in kamikaze, and he wasn't that big, but then he'd bring in the sidestep. He was a good player. He he is a good player. But back in that day, he was a great player for the Broncos. So let's hope he sees a little bit of that. And we get some excitement
2: around the halves for the Broncos because. It hasn't been exciting in the halves at the Broncos for a couple of years. What do you what do you think the odds would have been on Albert Kelly and Carmichael Hunt oh. to be the Broncos halves? half and of they, they're season. probably they're incredible. Brisbane North's halves weren't. Well, they were playing Queensland Cup. Well, yeah, Albert Kelly was on a training trial, wasn't he? Yeah, and yeah. Carmichael Hunt was playing Dead rugby. Player. Yeah, and no, what'd you say? What's old is oldies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. yeah. it's a funny world sometimes. Yeah. Doing. What yeah. will
0: we get from Carmichael Hunt in twenty twenty one?
2: Oh, it's the unknown, really. As you said, twelve years. So um, you know, the, the the game's different. The rules are different. The speed of the game's different. Uh, it's it's everyone's going to be you know watching with you know heavy interest to see how he adapts to to the the new style of game and. Uh, whether he can still perform at the highest level. So, uh, look, I I hope he can. It'd be a great story if he can come back and and make a positive impact to this Broncos side.
0: You're right, though. There'll be eyeballs on this one. That is for sure. Canberra fans and Broncos fans and plenty of others as well. Let's head to Sunday afternoon footy and the 2pm kick-off. The Warriors taking on the Storm at Central Coast Stadium. The Warriors don't have any origin commitments, but that doesn't mean there's no shortage of, of changes. Reece Walsh suspended, Roger tuivasa shek is back in the number one jersey, Adam Pompey is also banned, so Rocco Berry returns to the centres and Ed Cozy is on the wing. Could be a massive inclusion in the front row, could be, with Adam Fanua blake named on an extended bench. After missing the last eight matches with a knee injury, Josh Curran and Bailey Sirenin return with Jack Murchie and Kane Evans dropping onto the bench. Let's look at the Melbourne side now, Craig Bellamy has named all of his Origin stars Josh Adokar, Cameron Munster and Felice Kofusi to start. Harry Grant and Christian Welch on the bench. Remus Smith and Nelson Osofa-Solomona will need to be successful at the judiciary tonight to line up on Sunday. Kenny Bromwich failed to finish in the win over the Titans but he has been named in the back row along with Dale Finucane who are sporting quite the shiner after the match. Adam Vanua, Blake first. We can see him there in the 21. It would be great timing against a big Melbourne Storm pack. How big an inclusion would he be?
1: It'd be a great inclusion, wouldn't it? He's been out for a little while. Uh, Big, big, powerful body. Uh, We'd be fresh. Uh, Melbourne have got... Melbourne really struggled against the Warriors as well. In in history, in the past, they've had some great clashes on Anzac Day. The Warriors have caused some big upsets against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, I don't think they really fear him in some regards. I, I think they love playing against him. And, and this gentleman would be a powerhouse to get back. And, and I, you're probably thinking Asafa Solomon is probably not going to get off his charge. So they might be losing a big fella where the Warriors get a big fella back. So it should be, yeah. a, it could be a huge boost for the Warriors.
2: And Mamalo too. That's, a, yeah. that's another one there in, in Jersey 21. I think if they can get both him and... For Newell Blake back into that side, it's it's a pretty probably one of the stronger sides the Warriors have put on just the park. <laughs> oh, just 115 kilos, just winger. This a
1: winger, just. Just a winger.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and then and then you look at the the Storm and who backs up for them. Yeah. You know whether Munster backs up, you know, At Oka, a couple of those guys. Um, I give the Warriors a chance this week.
0: How tough a question is that for Craig Bellamy over the coming days, knowing the lack of footy both Munster <laughs> and Harry Grant have had over the last month or so.
2: Yeah. Again, similar to the the Tom Trbojevic situation where. You know is it is this game that important where you want to risk two of your best players uh, in terms of the you know, it, you know the, the situation you're in in the season no, I, I don't think so you know, they haven't played a lot of footy so to go and ask them come off you know what four to six weeks of no football then to play two games in the space of three days uh, I think it's just you know I, I just think it's really unnecessary to be honest so you know, I, I think they're next to no chance of backing up if I, if I was a coach as I, they wouldn't be backing up.
1: And and it's not just a club game you're playing, it's state of origin. Yeah. Your first game you ever played for four to five weeks is state of origin. Yeah. Like I think I'm, I'm with Robbie. I don't think they're backing up. I, I don't think there's any need to risk them and f- make them fly back and back them up and do all those things when well you could look at it and go, you blokes haven't played for a few weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: You guys owe us a couple of weeks. Can you come yeah, back yeah, in yeah. and play? That way if you're busted.
0: Who are yeah. you tipping in this one? Mm, I'm a bit
1: like Robbie. I think there could be there's a chance of an upset.
2: Yeah, de- depend de- again depending on, on who, who lines up. I think I give the Warriors a big chance.
0: Tough one to name your tips today, depending mm. on who lines Lucky up. Like you, not asking for tips. I'll say what I'm
2: saying. I won't <laughs> sit on the fence. I'm going to say Warriors because yeah. I can't see Munster and, and Grant backing up. Um, and I, I think if Finul Blake's back in that side, which I think he will be, yeah. I, and they I, could I lose the Solomona as well. Yeah.
0: They do have an incredible ability to get the job done though, the storm, don't they? Let's head to 4.05pm on Sunday afternoon now, where the Eels will take on at the West Tigers and as expected, Reid Marnie is missing with that dislocated shoulder, Joey Lussick comes into the starting side, Mitchell Moses has been named despite coming off with a calf concern late in the win over the Knights, Junior Paulo is set to return, providing he gets through Origin unscaled, unscathed, so Murata Niakore drops onto the bench. And after being dropped last week, Blake Ferguson earns a recall of sorts, but can't find a spot in the 17. For the Tigers, Moses Mbai has been named despite battling a knee injury. Joe Ofangawi will be looking to back up following his Maroons duties tomorrow night. And Alexander Safarth moves back to the bench with Tom McKayley dropping out after injuring his knee in round 13. The Eels, first of all, Dylan Brown back against the Knights. How significant an inclusion was he?
1: He was good for him. He ran for over about 220 metres. He had 20 runs. Uh, his kicking game is good. He just take. I think I watched him play last week, and they haven't played this good for a long time. I know Newcastle have been poor defensively, but you know he come up with a couple of plays, come, some set plays. He, a couple of times he kicked the ball on tackle three and four. I think he's their X factor. I think he's the man that the Parramatta side need to play every week to be able to be a premiership force I don't think it's the Gutherson or the Mitchell Moses it's the most important player I actually think it's Dylan Brown and I think last week proved to Parramatta how valuable he is to their side because he just creates something totally different to, to the rest of the structure that they've got.
0: Looking at the West Tigers Robbie when they're playing good footy this season they seem to be playing with a real aggression a real grit is that something that Michael Maguire is emphasising this year?
2: I think he's always emphasised that, you know, Madge, that's, that's sort of his style. And that's something he's sort of tried to um, change within the playing group. And I think, you know, I was speaking to Noddy about it before, before the start of the game, I think half the battle in the NRL is not beating yourself. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the times with the Tigers, it was ill discipline or errors. And and then off the back of that, the ability not to defend your errors, conceding tries off the back of it. And and what we've seen now, there's been a real emphasis you know, in the last month of footy is, OK, we're going to make errors. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's going to happen in a game of footy, but it's how you respond to that and, and it's defending those errors. And, and that's something that you know, has, has been a real, it's been a real positive in, within the side in the last month, that, that grittiness there to, to play for each other. And you see that play there that we just, you know, where the game was won in the last minute, but the effort to chase back and, and come up with that little try-saver and play to the, play to the 80th minute, and, and that's something that hopefully can continue to grow within the side.
0: That aggressive approach has worked really well against the Eels yeah. this season. Both the Dragons and Manly had great success, rattled them early. Is that going to be crucial in this one?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think the confidence the Tigers are going to have after a great victory last Friday night. Um, Parramatta have got a great victory. It's a local derby. It's you know it's a bank west. So, you know, it's a great stadium to play rugby league at Sunday afternoon. Let's hope that it's beautiful condition. So I think they're back themselves. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a really good open game of football with hopefully with a lot of physicality because that's... You want to set up and you win the physical battle, then you earn the right to play footy and then hopefully you get the reward of all that effort uh, with the victory at full time. So I think it's going to be a really, really good game on Sunday afternoon.
0: In great news, we've also got a game on Monday afternoon this weekend, a long weekend, and on Monday, the 4 o'clock kick-off, sees the Bulldogs take on the Dragons at Stadium Australia. For Canterbury-Bankstown, Trent Barrett has named a reasonably settled side to take on the Dragons. Jeremy Marshall-King is back for the first time since Round 3, and the dummy half-stocks are further boosted by the return of Sione Katoa from suspension. There's still no place for Carl Flanagan in the 17. St George-Illawarra, unchanged Dragons lineup. Tarek Sims named in the extended squad... Coach Anthony Griffin can see how he pulls up after Origin. Adam Kloon has been named in Jersey 18. Looking at the Bulldogs' side to begin with, averaging just 11 points a game this season, the only club not to have broken through 200 points, and they're a fair way off it, you'd have to say. I want to know how Trent Barrett turns that around this season, because when you look at at some of these stats around the Bulldogs attacking woes, one that really stands out is that they've had the least errors in the competition. You talked before, Robbie, about mm. the need to be able to back up and defend your errors. Is it time for them to throw caution to the wind and attack?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think they have to. I think, you know, not a lot of errors there, but a lot of one-out football. Yeah. And with one-out football comes safety. Uh, and you complete your sets, but you're not really asking questions of, of the defence. And when you look at their forward pack, uh, all very similar. You know, not much ball playing ability in that forward pack as well. Um, you know, for me, the Bulldogs, yeah, they've got nothing to lose. You know, for me, if I was the coach, uh, I'd just tell them to go out, and play some footy, throw the ball around, offload, second phase play, try and, try and create something because, yeah, We've seen their the, you know, inability to score points, not only this season, but in the, the last couple of years as well. And um, I, I just think that they've just got to throw some caution to the wind.
1: They, they don't offer a great deal of leg speed either. Yeah. You know, there's no big pace to them or fast movements or someone that can sidestep and, and create that second phase of the offload. So, mm. as Robbie said, they've got great completion rate. They don't ask mm. too many questions, very real which means then you're not going to get momentum because they're, they're 16th in run meters, they're 16th in line breaks. So, not many, the defence aren't going backwards too much, which means you're not making poor choices, which means it's pretty easy to defend. And then you don't look, you look up and you go, oh, it's okay, we've got these. There's no one that adds fear or fact. You get a Tedesco or a Tom Travoyevich and you're going backwards and there's big space around you, you're going, oh, I'm Mm. I'm in trouble here, he's going to beat me. They don't have that Canterbury.
0: One bloke who was asking plenty of questions last weekend was Matt Dufty. If he can. Mm -hmm perform like that week in, week out. Does he have the ability to change Anthony Griffin's mind? I
1: I think so. I think he was was superb. There's something going on with why they're not buying him because you get a performance like that uh, from Matt Dufty last week and you go wow, how great is he in the attack? Uh, He's got leg speed, he's got ball playing ability, a couple of tries, five tries two tries, um, 132 run metres. He was competitive that try there that he scored. He never gave up on chasing the ball right till the end and got the reward for chasing the ball. So... um, I don't know. I, I think there's so many good fullbacks in the game. Like, Where does he rate in the 1-16 to 16 out of all the fullbacks in the club? To think, well, well then where is he going to go? All bits and pieces. But, but he, he, defensively, obviously, he's not hasn't been great in the past. But obviously, they've made a pretty big decision to say, Cody is going to play fullback for us and that's all we're going to do. So it's either going to be that he's asking for way too much money that no one's honest about, because otherwise they'd fit him in, or there's something off the field that they don't like about him.
2: But if they're not going to re-sign him, Sure, they've got to have a better option. Well, got they're have they're saying better Cody better to Ramsey him. is it, playing fullback next year? Is Cody Ramsey a, a better... Because that, Cody Ramsey's played there and they, they can't score points without Dufty yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And Dufty comes into that side and they just look like a... I know he's got his issues defensively and, and whatnot, but with the ball, he just gives them so many more yeah. options. So if he's not going to be in the side, is Cody Ramsey the answer next year? Or do they go out and sign a fullback? Or they have they earmarked somebody that they're going to sign? because? Mm. Yeah, I, I just don't know what's going well, Nico on. Nico
1: Hines was someone that they were looking at. And Nico Hines obviously has gone to Cronulla to play 5-8, we believe. So does Matt Dufty maybe go back to the coach and say, hey, I'm gonna, I am don't know if he's asking too much money. I'll, he might have to go back and go, what would you pay me to stay? Because I want to stay. And then actually have an adult conversation without your manager sometimes because they can get in the way sometimes, these people who want their 7% or 8% or whatever. But, if you but can, would you want to stay if you're Matt Dufty? If you've got no other option, you've got to stay.
2: I, I think like, there's, there's talk that there's going to be options out there, but you've... Yeah, there's, he's obviously been told he's unwanted. Yeah. So, you know, in his mind, you, you, you're not wanted. Why would you want to stay? Why would you go back to the Tigers when you were told you weren't wanted? Because the coach who got rid of me was sacked three weeks later. <laughs> so I could go back. Yeah, so, <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
1: There but, you, you go. know, I, mean, I think if he doesn't get somewhere else, he's probably got to eat a bit of humble pie and go, hey, coach, like what's, what's it going to take for me to stay? If he's got other options, then he can just play hard to get. It's very curious because of how good he's going for the Dragons.
0: Mm. We'll see if another chapter is written yeah. on that one on Monday <laughs> afternoon. You've got to wait until Friday for the footy this weekend, but don't worry between now and then. You've got State of Origin to keep your company. You've got Origin tomorrow night and then the footy round 14 this weekend across Channel 9, Fox Sports, KO, Sky Sports, New Zealand and Watch NRL for our international viewers. Gents, what's your headline prediction coming out of round 14?
1: I'm going to support Robbie. I'm just going to jump on Robbie's bandwagon. Whatever
0: he says, you're going to back it yeah, up. Yeah. How could that possibly fail?
1: Well, I get it wrong pretty <laughs> regularly, so I'm not going to jinx anyone. I'll just hand All it right, over to I'll the back-to-back Barrett. man. He was Can successful last week. The, ti- the
2: Tigers are the kings of the jungle in the West. <coughs> three, three in a row. First time since early 2018, maybe, I think, oh. that we've, we've won three in a row. I think I might be wrong, but around then. It's been a while uh, to beat Penrith and our Power. so kings of the West.
0: Just gonna sit I'm not
2: jinxing anyone.
0: I feel like this is worse than sitting on the fence, gentlemen. I did
1: have one written down, but I not say, <laughs> say uh, Josh Papali to run for over two hundred metres in his return.
0: Ooh, oh gosh, I hope you haven't put the mockers on. Well,
1: that's why I said push. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, you I
0: dragged should, it I out of me. <laughs> I should have let it be. Josh Papali, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Josh. <laughs> um, thank you so much, thank gents. You. I'll be off for the next month or so, so you two behave yourselves in my absence. All right?
1: I like your blue
2: support today, though. <laughs> Go the Blues Go the Blues
0: Total coincidence <laughs> Alright enjoy round 14 footy action Brett Molly and Robbie Farrell See you next Tuesday And in the meantime State of Origin 1 It is time Enjoy the footy See you soon
1: Oh <laughs> my